Welcome to our Monday podcast on the Psalms. Some simple devotional thoughts. Today we consider Psalm 48. Commentators say that this psalm was composed on the same occasion as Psalm 46 and Psalm 47. That is the time that God defeated the army of Sennacherib, the Assyrian king, when he was besieging Jerusalem. It is a psalm that describes the glory and security of Jerusalem and the defeat of its enemy. In verse 1, after an inscription of praise to God, Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, we are introduced to Jerusalem, the city of our God. It is described as a glorious city in verse 2. Beautiful in elevation, the joy of all the earth. And it is such because God dwells there. In verse 2 we are told it is the city of the great king. And that makes it not only glorious but also secure. For in verse 3, within her citadels God has made himself known as a fortress. In the historical context, God has made himself known by the great act of deliverance recently accomplished when he delivered Jerusalem from Sennacherib's besieging army. Verses 4 to 7 describe a picture of the advancing army and its sudden destruction. For behold, the kings assembled. They came on together, they were in panic, they took to flight, trembling took hold of them there. The mention of kings in the plural does not prove that the psalm can't refer to Sennacherib's invasion and subsequent besieging of Jerusalem, for he had a number of minor kings dependent upon him. Historical account gives way to personal testimony in verse 8. As we have heard, so have we seen. And then in verse 9 we are pointed to the focal point of the city, the temple, hence the presence of God. We have thought on your steadfast love, O God, in the midst of your temple. Verses 10 and 11 describe something of the character of God who is praised in the temple. Your right hand is filled with righteousness. The daughters of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. Notice in verse 10 that in the temple and further afield, God is praised according to the greatness of his character. As your name, O God, so your praise reaches to the ends of the earth. The greatness of God's character is seen in his righteous judgment upon Sennacherib and his army. In verses 12 to 13, now that the horrors of the siege are at an end, now that no hostile army lies before its walls, now that the gates of Jerusalem can open, the psalmist says, walk around the city, take it all in. Walk about Zion, go round her, 
Number her towers, consider well her ramparts, go through her citadels. And when you do that, the psalmist says, it will remind you of all that God has done. In verse 14, this is God, our God for ever and ever. He will guide us forever. These words, he will guide, remind us that the fate of God's people was not a matter of chance or human striving. It is all under God's sovereign hand, God's sovereign control. Whilst the psalm was written in the context of history, the truth about God in verse 14 is for his people in all generations. He is our God for ever and ever. That is, he is our God from eternity to eternity. That means he will be our guide through life and its perplexities, even to death, over death and beyond death. And remember in verse 9, at the heart of the praise of God in the temple is his steadfast love. God's committed love for his people forever and forever. Join me on Wednesday for Psalm 49.